0: We are back in the basement for another episode of The Disconnect. I'm your host, Zach Hayes, and as always, my co-host, Mr. Phil Hayes. Yo, yo. Morning, Phil. Morning. I've got a news story today that it's out there, Yeah. but it, in my opinion, because of the details of this, I think it has been severely underreported, which makes it all that more suspicious. Yeah. We could have talked about... Elon Musk buying Twitter for $44 billion, which I think we should next week. Maybe we'll get into that a little bit, but this was too good to pass up. Um, The headline is, why are America's food processing plants suddenly exploding? And not just exploding, but there are accidents occurring at these facilities that are mind-boggling and seem like, it's too weird just to be a coincidence. Um, <laughs> let's just let's just start start this off here. Yeah, April twenty first, a plane crashed into a General Mills plant in Covington, Georgia. Uh-huh. Odd, little you don't, weird. You don't yeah. hear about planes crashing into food processing plants. <laughs> no, I never, however, have. however just a week prior to that, Uh a plane crashed into the gem state processing in Hayburn, East Idaho. Guess what they process there, Phil Hmm. Idaho. Let's think about it. Um, French fries, potatoes, (laughs) (laughs) close enough. Um, so I mean, two plane crashes. Yeah. At two different, uh, food processing plants across the United States. What the hell is up with that?
1: When I've never heard of that happening in my life before this.
0: Yeah. And, and, you know, there was another one that I found out of this that was kind of um, odd. There was a food bank in Arizona which lost 50,000 pounds of food and a fire that occurred just 15 minutes after they closed their doors. Yeah. Hmm. That's a little odd. Right. Uh, on April 13th... Okay, wait. No, I'm going to go with this other date first. Hold on. Hit it. In March... Twenty five hundred people had to be evacuated in uh, California, where a four alarm farm or far, four alarm fire ravaged a food processing plant. Uh, this was uh, a shelter in place order was mandated for about thirty five thousand people near uh, the Taylor Farms food processing plant. Remember that name? Yeah, on April thirteenth. Taylor Farms burned almost completely to the ground. Right. So this was a month later. They had a fire, didn't burn the place down. Right. And in California, the same food processing plant burned to the ground completely. They got the job done. They got the job done. <laughs> yeah. And that, and that's the craziest part
1: is like these are all like freak accidents. Right. But it's uh it's happening to all the same type of places. Like th- this seems to it's just such how could be coincidental. Thing. Right. And before you said something to me about this, I hadn't seen
0: anything about this. So, and I don't know if it's just because I'm being, I saw a lot of Facebook posts about it and I'm like, oh, is this one of those fake news things? Whatever. No, no, it's really happening. And it's like, that's the thing is like, I, you would think that this would be like a big story.
1: Like it should be, but it's not. And I think there's a reason for that. What is your, what is the reason? The reason is that something weird's going on here. Something fishy.
0: What do you think it is? Uh, how do you think it's self-sabotage? Do you think it's, you you know, go down the list of possibilities here. Self-sabotage, um, insurance claims, uh, uh, workers that are not capable of doing the job, maybe, uh, not having enough staff on hand to go through safety, uh, uh, protocols, uh, chemicals that are coming from distributors that might not be up to snuff, OSHA not being in these facilities as much so that this kind of stuff is happening. Um none of the above. None of the above. No, it's none of that. So what is it?
1: It's it's a conspiracy, man,
0: <laughs> to 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 create food shortages across the United States. It has to
1: be what I mean, honestly, look Who's at Who's orchestrating it. it though? Bill Gates and his cronies? Probably. <laughs> I mean, somebody somebody Paul that Schwab? we don't know about. Yeah, because uh, listen, you you can say all those things like cuz i would think maybe if there was like one yeah. two okay maybe it's a freak accident that where you know there is like those issues with you can't find workers and it's not they're not being run properly but like a plane crashing into it like that's that's got nothing to do with Twice. anything like that two
0: two right. you know it's i have heard and I don't know how much of this is accurate, but yeah. there is speculation that some of this may be, um, Russian cyber attacks. Uh, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me, you know, if there's stuff that says, you know, this, this valve has to be released, that's all automated. You know, there's nobody yeah. pushing that button. Could it be something that we, you know, we know the sanctions that we place on Russia, uh, they're, they have the capability of attacking us in cyber warfare. Yeah. Uh, We're so worried about nukes and a potential World War III that uh, the cyber attack thing has kind of been on the back burner. You haven't heard a lot about that, but are, are we maybe getting hit you could be. And I think that's, that's the thing is I don't think any
1: war in that sense would be like a traditional war. I think if there were like a third world war, I don't think it would be like anything that's been seen before. I mean, so what do
0: you think, you think nuclear or you think it will be fought over, no. over, you know, banking systems yes. and, and, uh, uh grid yeah. shutdowns and we're, we're going to be right sent back into the stone age because technology won't be as accessible.
1: Yeah. Because I think that a lot of these countries know, like they're not going to mess with our military. I just, I I don't
0: think that, yeah, they can't. And we're they're They're, they're never going to be able to, uh, hit our shores. Basically it's not going to happen. So, I mean, I think they know that like
1: they have to be creative and, if you don't think that they've been like, you know, thinking about this for the last bunch of years, it's like, of course they have, they, I'm sure they, it only takes, you know, a few people to come up with, uh,
0: some creative ways of doing things. And yeah, if it was me, I would, I would, I would definitely create chaos. Yeah. Uh, uh, within that country itself. And, and how do you create chaos? You, um, you, you take away the food supply, you right. you make people uneasy and you make them fearful that they don't know where they're going to get their next meal from or how they can purchase goods and products and services that they used to have at the drop of a dime. And then let them take each other out. I mean, that's kind of, yeah, start that way and, yeah. and hit us when we're most vulnerable. We know we're already pretty vulnerable. We've right. had, we've seen the food shortages already at the grocery stores. It hasn't been nearly as bad, but I told you last week when I was there at Kroger, uh, in the frozen food aisle, there was one entire, uh, uh, section, one full row on one side was completely empty. I've never seen that before.
1: No. And I, I mean, that's the thing. I think that that's something that would like come slowly, but surely if you start seeing these, you know, accidents and freak things happening at these, uh, food processing plants it's like you're slowly but surely gonna see like less and less food now it's not something that I'm like panicking about at the moment, but it's it's something to think about i mean you you have to
0: realize that like this stuff could happen, sure, sure, and you know it's I think we know at this stage in in our in our society we pretty much know that anything can happen anything yeah. is possible I don't think right. anybody would be shocked by anything but why do you think it's not being reported on because that's you, you take all these things let's say let's say you can chalk it all up to a coincidence yeah why not report the story on on your mainstream news outlets well why does it have to come down to a podcast or something along those lines right um there's
1: i think there could be a couple reasons for that and i think the first reason would be that It's an inside job. It's somebody that doesn't want you to know that has uh, that is in cahoots with the media. um, Which they brush it under the rug. Yeah, and that could be possible. But I think the other thing would be like, oh, we don't want to scare people, which we've Mm -hmm. talked about on this podcast before and the pure speculation podcast we used to do, where it's like, you know, don't don't get everybody in, you know, up in arms
0: about something. But don't you think the media kind of Always is perpetuating this, um, this fear based yeah. uh, reporting. Like they want to scare, they wanted to scare us about COVID, and they wanted right. to scare us about, um, you know, how how dangerous January sixth was, and they they wouldn't stop reporting on those things. They want to make you. Fearful. It's always going to. It's always the next thing. Bird flu, or you know, this might kill you. Find out more on yeah. our report at eleven. You know what I mean? Okay. So you get rid of that one, and what does that leave you with?
1: Yeah, I don't know. It leaves you with the first option that there's somebody connected to the media that is is in on it.
0: Okay, it doesn't. We're going you deep. Know.
1: You're going deep on that. Yeah, I I think. I'm sorry, but like I don't. Think that's what's going on, but like, it takes a lot for me to like believe a conspiracy theory. But in a situation like this, I mean, it, it. I'm just saying it wouldn't
0: surprise me. Well, let me let me give you this little food for thought. No pun intended. Yeah. Um, the number of food processing plants experiencing such disasters appears to be high. This is what they're saying. Right. But in the U.S., there were approximately one thousand four hundred and ten warehouse not just food processing fires per year between between 2014 and 2019. Now when I read that that didn't reinforce the the argument at all because right. 1410 over the course of 5 years doesn't seem very high to me. No, me either. Um and that's all warehouses. That's yeah. not just food processing plants. So right. all of a sudden I'm like this this already seems like you're they're trying to negate the severity of these uh, occurrences in a matter of 4 months. Yeah. Um however, the National Fire Protection Agency says the leading cause of these fires is always intentional fire setting. Yeah. Or arson. Right. These fires don't just happen. Right. It's it may not be cyber attack. Yeah. It may not be um uh, uh intentional uh you know somebody trying to shut these things down intentionally to stop the food supply yeah I might chalk this up to maybe insurance claims I mean what are what if these what if these existing food processing plants or these businesses with the rising cost they can't get product from point A to point B they're struggling with staff. Are people setting these fires intentionally they're going to file insurance claims and they're going to take the money and they're going to run?
1: No. You don't think so at no. all? No, because again, like you said, it was
0: a- But one they're a, telling you this is arson. Nor, and nine times out of 10, it's arson.
1: I don't care what they tell me. You, it's, you it's discredit bullshit.
0: the National Fire Protection Agency, the NFPA? I How do. dare
1: you? Yes. And that's the thing you said, because I know that one of them you mentioned was General
0: Mills, right? General Mills. Walmart was another one that okay. was a big name on there, but there's also the smaller food banks. Right. Now, the smaller ones, maybe- but okay. like the
1: big companies, Nestle is another one where this occurred. Right, they're not doing that for insurance money. Okay, it, to me that it just doesn't make sense because they're not going to close their doors. They're not going to shut this. No, down. but
0: that might not be a profitable facility anymore.
1: Yeah, I, I guess. I mean, but I, I don't know. To me, it just doesn't. I know that like big companies are <laughs> more than capable of doing things like that, but I just. I don't know. Like there's
0: there's too many at once in a short period of time. Well, maybe it's because we're finally hitting that breaking point. And I'll I'll tell yeah. you this right now. Uh there's one indicator that is really making me nervous about where we're going and that and, and it tells me that um the economy and everything—it's not bounced back, and all of this is kind of a false propping up of uh, businesses. Because everybody I talk to uh, is struggling in one way, shape, or form. Yeah, it used to be, oh man, I got I got so much work, I don't know what to do with. Business is great, we're booming, we just we just need more people. Yeah. Now the narrative has turned into everything's. Ca- I'm not making any money. Right. That's the new thing. It's, yeah, we might be busy, but I'm not making any money. I'm looking at my books and I'm not making any money. Retail is abysmal right now. Yeah. And when your gas pump for the last, what do you think it's been? Like three months now that we've really seen those hikes where it's been painful at the pump? Yeah, I think so. That adds up on people. Oh, yeah. That means people are not spending their money. Retail's the first thing to go. Right. So I'm seeing that happen And the other thing I'm seeing is, uh, on the, on the government end, uh, SBA, the small business association, they are, they are basically throwing money at businesses right now. Yeah. And this is, this is what I'm seeing on a firsthand account where basically the, because they put out loans in the beginning of all this. Yeah. And, um, you know, we, we took out a loan with SBA to get through that that initial 2020 when everything went to shit. Yeah. They've since come back at us two times. Hey, do you want to, do you want to increase your loan? Do you want to extend this loan? And this just happened again recently. And it's not a small amount. It's basically double or triple what the original loan amount was. Yeah. And it's a lot of money and it's, I got to imagine we're not the only ones getting hit with that or getting the those solicitations. How many people are using that to get through these times right now and just to sustain what's actually happening? Right. Because people at- are paying their bills slower. We're not getting paid as fast as we used to get paid. Yeah, it's making me nervous for what's to come.
1: Well, yeah, because they don't do those things for no reason. I mean, it, it's it's not something they they know they see. I mean, the banks see how everybody's doing because yeah. you know they have access to these things, and I mean that I think that's like I said, they won't do it for no reason. Well,
0: that and and they're giving out these. We get these surveys that we take part of yeah. that SBA puts out there, and those request or those solicitations for the increase in the loans usually come after they get the results of their surveys. Right. So this is a little inside knowledge that I guess the average person probably doesn't have or doesn't know that this kind of stuff is going on. Right. And knowing, and it's kind of, the kind of questions they ask is like, um, will you be, Are you, are you hiring more people? Have you seen a change in business? When do you think business is going to go back to normal? Um, uh, do you plan on spending money on, uh, capital equipment? Do you spend, do you plan on opening another location? Do you plan on closing another, do you plan on closing one of your locations? Are people back to working physically in the office again, or are you remote working? These are all questions that are being sent out to all these small businesses and, the results are really not anything that anybody should be confident in the direction that the economy right. is going.
1: Yeah, and th- that's the thing is like if if you, if everybody's giving the same answers, that's when they say, "Oh, we need to prop this economy up, and we need to uh, get a hold right. of these people, and,
0: and we need to inject money into the uh, into the hands of these small business owners because the profits." Yeah. Are, and and if you you see people if if you're closer to if you only had 5 years left of working, right. Like I can honestly say if I only have 5 years left where I was like let's say I'm 55 years old. Yeah. And I'm like okay, my plan has always been to shut down at at 60. Yeah. I'm done today. Right. I'm telling oh, you, right yeah. I'm done today. I'm not I don't have confidence that the next 5 years would put me in a more favorable position. Yeah. And that's just the reality of it. And I, I don't think anybody right now is super confident in the the direction that we're heading in.
1: No, and it, it almost feels like, um, I think this is going to be the second time I brought up... Uh Mr. Burns from the Simpsons, but like you Wayland, remember it, Waylon Smithers. Yeah. You remember the, in the episodes where like, they, they would say like, oh, to keep him alive. Like they would like inject him with a bunch of it's shit. It, the and, adrenochrome. Yeah. And he'd walk <laughs> around. Yeah, I think that was the, episode. the alien yeah, episode, the
0: alien episode, one of the classics.
1: Yeah. And I feel like that's almost what's going on where it's like they're pumping, you know, the small businesses sure. with a little bit of money just to keep it going for a little bit longer. And, and that's another thing I've that's noticed picking the can down the road. Right. Basically, and I mean that I think what I'm noticing too is like the a lot of this stuff not only are you paying more for the goods, but like the quality is definitely not as good as it used to be.
0: And the size of everything. That we've got these yeah. bars that Harrison has eaten for the last like 2 or 3 years. Yeah. I get him one every morning, so I know the exact size of that bar. Right. No doubt in my mind. That it's significantly smaller than it used to be. And I'm the type of guy when I'm buying at the grocery store, I'm buying, I, I, you know, that little label that tells you how much per ounce you're buying or how much it's costing per ounce. Right. Because when you look, sometimes it's like there's an 18 pack for $24 and then there's a 12 pack for 18. Let's do the math really quick, which is the better buy. Yeah. But it'll break it down for you. You're paying X amount per ounce versus this per ounce on this one. Right. Makes it a lot easier. But you don't know how that changed from a previous box. Right, exactly. And I don't know if they're being completely transparent about that or if the portion size is just getting smaller for that. Probably,
1: they're probably not being transparent about it. I mean, and, and that's the thing, like, who who wants to do that? Like, if you're a company, you don't want to put it out there like, hey, uh, the bar, you've never seen the sign on the uh, box. bar is now smaller. Not 25% smaller. smaller. Yeah, it's always it's, bigger or something. Right. Now with more... Right, Uh, goodness, but yeah, that's that's the thing is like I th- I think everything is like changing a, a little bit in that sense, and it's like so you're paying more money for a you know worse product, and I,
0: I, I feel for like a no lesser product. Yeah. yeah, it's it's the portions are smaller, and it's costing you more. I was talking to Uncle Mike yesterday. He was he was in here, and I was talking to him. He said uh, there was a. Uh, A loaf of bread that Aunt Joanne always used to get. She she loved her one loaf of bread that she would get. It's seven dollars a loaf now. Jesus. Can you imagine paying seven dollars for a loaf of bread? Yeah, I'd buy gluten free bread. So is it that much usually? Probably not that much, but it's uh, like we get we get like a a big thing of wheat bread. Yeah. And it's like the Kroger brand, it's It's like like three bucks or something like that. And I would not pay seven dollars for I would if I was you, I'd stop eating the gluten free bread. I would just not eat it. You yeah, know? it's that's just why you should go. You, done. Well, you should just go to like a, uh, like the Atkins diet.
1: Just eat meat. No, it, it gets nasty. Like, especially too, like, I, and I don't eat bread that much. Usually we freeze it and then I just like throw it in the toaster. Okay. But, uh, it's like, it, I, I don't know. There's something about like not being able to eat a sandwich every once in a while. And that's, I don't eat it much, but like sometimes you need a sandwich. Yeah.
0: No, I get it. But, um, You know, those are the type of things where it's like, uh, I think we're going to be waiting for the other shoe to drop here. But does that make you, with all all this thing, all these things happening, knowing what we're talking about, knowing that uh, there's really no confidence in tomorrow, right? Are you? Do you stockpile food? Have you done anything to cover yourself in case what you need is not at the grocery store? No, I mean, does that make you nervous? Um, no, I, because
1: the the only reason it doesn't, I mean, I, it does make me nervous to a degree, but like, I, I cannot put my, my, thoughts into like the, the fear driven stuff anymore. I just, I can't like, it, but is it fear driven or is it just being prepared? I, do I don't, keep I don't money know. In, do you keep money in your savings account? Well, yeah. Okay. But, but that's the thing is like, I, I don't know the, the food stuff for me. It's like, I, I just have to. We're I feel like we're never gonna be able to like stockpile enough food. Like we're just not that the type of people where like we're gonna have enough for if something like that happens. And I, I just have to hope for the best. I know it sounds stupid, but
0: well how much how much food, if you think about right now what's in your yeah. fridge, mm-hmm. knowing that a lot of it's probably perishable. Right. How long if today you could yeah. not get access to food? Right. How long could you and your family of four last? Um, you know what? It it kind of like
1: are you talking about? Like, all right, we have canned food left. We can still go on sure. that for a while. Yeah,
0: I mean, probably a month. Like, so thirty days is what you guys are wor- you think you're working with? And but you'd probably guess. have to be very, um, yeah. You know, you'd have to be. You'd, you'd have, have, to have to ration everything yep. out. Uh huh. So so thirty days and and what about the what about the baby?
1: Yeah, I mean, I would think that he could probably go about the same with that because we have a lot of canned fruit and stuff where like we could blend that up. That's what he's eating right now. So I mean, it we could do it, but like I mean, it wouldn't be fun. But then what what if I stockpile up? Like, am I good for another like two months or
0: what? I mean, that's kind of what your comfort level. I I I don't know. I think. I cuz I think realistically a month could happen where where things just shut down and and let let's just say it wasn't even a matter of like that there's a food shortage let's say that you can't run your credit cards. Yeah. So you can't legally make a purchase at the store without cash. Right. That seems more likely to me than a complete food shortage. Yeah. Well, at that point, I'm stealing shit. Would you?
1: Yeah, I mean, if I had loot. to, if I had to do it, I mean, if I'm to the point
0: where my family can't eat, then. But don't yes. you think by but but okay, so here's a scenario though, that happens today. Yeah, there's people who don't have 30 days of food. Right. They're the first ones looting. Yeah. You're going to be comfortable at home, and by the time it gets that you get that desperate where you have to loot, most of it's going to be picked over.
1: Well, and that's what I'm saying. That's kind of my point with like the the stockpiling food and stuff. It's kind of like unless you have somewhere to kind of hide it. if something like that happens where nobody can use their credit cards, I'm more worried about like my neighbors coming to my house and trying to, you know, steal my food than if and if I have a big stockpile, then i I feel like I'm just more vulnerable yeah, but to, they don't know you have a stockpile of food,
0: not until they break in my house at night and find it. I mean, and that's the thing is like well, then you're talking more of a just utter collapse of society when you when when your neighbors are now the the threat well, you're you're in you're in a complete societal downfall, well, yeah, if you, it's I mean, over if at I that had point if I had
1: no food left, then. Yes, I would be in that type of situation, I think. No, and, but you're saying
0: your neighbors don't have food left. Well- And instead of looting from the stores, they're looting from their neighbors.
1: I'm I'm assuming that if I don't have any food left, that at least a few of my neighbors don't have any food left. I'm sure some of them would be fine. Right. But And, and that's kind of where where I go with that stuff. I think if a situation like that really came up where like credit cards, you know, you couldn't use your credit cards for a month- a month is a long time. It's a very long time. And I think that it would get out of control after about like two and a half, three weeks.
0: I I think if that happened, the first day everybody's panicked and they're wondering what the hell's going on. Yeah. The second day they're a little more on edge because it's still not fixed. Right. By the third day, the opportunists are are going out. I'll tell you what, I ain't leaving the house. Right. I'm not, I'm not risking. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to deal with what I got at home and I'm going to figure that out first because I'm not risking my, if people are already out there looting and they're, they're, they're that desperate for food, they're going to be desperate for a lot of other things and they're going to take advantage of the situation. I'm staying in at that point. Um, by that first week, everything will kind of be picked over if the issue's still not fixed. You're going to have people who are, um, you know, fleeing for up North or they're, they're, they're bugging out. They're bugging out, yeah. you know, that term, right? They're Bugging out. And then there's not going to be a whole lot left. And I think there's going to be that scary time where after two weeks, yeah, you're still at home. You're, you're just kind of figuring out what's going on. You're making sure that you have enough water, uh, cause that's really the main thing. It's not necessarily the, the food, it's the water that you really need to be concerned about, in yeah. my opinion. Um, the, but by, I think week three, when you start, you know, worrying about, is somebody going to come take what I have now in my home, as opposed to what's at the store, you had to be worried about leaving the house. Now you gotta be worried about people coming to you. Yeah. And I think that would happen in less than a month.
1: Right. Uh, Yeah. I I could see that happening. And that's the thing. I think you have to, if you're really serious about stuff like that, you have to like go out and bury food and things like that. I mean, I, I, and I've seen it on those doomsday prepper shows where people do that. Yeah. And there's, I don't think like that's, I would have said that's nuts. Like before COVID happened, those people were laughed at.
0: Yeah. Those people were laughed at and now They don't seem all that crazy,
1: but I'm just not, I'm not the type where like, I'm going to, to do that. Like I, I would never be out there like stockpiling food. And of course, if like something comes up, it's like, you know, cause when COVID the shutdowns were first happening, I was at the grocery store making sure I was getting three of everything. We ran, we ran into each other. Yeah. There. <laughs> right. And that's, so that's the thing If like a problem does come up and that's, I think that's where Usually in those situations, I feel like I'm the one of the first ones to, like, when there is a problem coming up, I'm getting out there fairly quick. Sure. But, you know, everybody does that. So I I don't know. It's, It's interesting.
0: Yeah, it certainly is interesting. And I really don't know what to expect. I mean, for you in your area... Yeah. And everybody's got different degrees of this, obviously, but, like, the more... Being where you're at would scare me more than being where I'm at. It does,
1: whether this is going on or not, (laughs) you know, it's, it's a scarier place out there uh, by hall road. I mean, there's just so much traffic and stuff, but, but that's the other thing too is that like I, I, I feel like at that point, like I have a little Creek behind my house. I feel like I could probably catch something back there. A duck. You're going to, you, gonna, you gonna Yeah, eat? I'll eat a duck, uh, squirrels. I mean, there's, there's plenty of
0: stuff. You got to get creative. If you have no power, the, the power goes out once Phil's, Phil's like survivor mode, got I'm the eat- bandana wrapped around <laughs> his head, spear fishing in the back. I'm, I'm the, eating the neighbor's dog, <laughs> hunting the neighbor's dog. Down. The power's only been out yeah. for two hours.
1: Don't care. <laughs> got to be prepared. Yeah, I but that's the thing. I mean, I think that that type of situation I think it's it, so much more
0: realistic now than it was yeah, 2 years ago.
1: But I think it would be like a weird thing where I think either everybody would like help each other out or
0: And no, you shake your head. I think of course I shake my head. Look at what's happening with the things that were supposed to bring us together. Like pandemics drove us further apart. No, the pandemic was not supposed to bring us together. Of course it was. It's something that we're, it was, it could have easily been, it could have easily been something that everybody just said, these are, it's not a political thing. It's not this and that it's got nothing you know, they, they started doing these other things that made it political by allowing certain uh, areas to stay open by uh, allowing the, by, by politicians going out and participating in protest, but telling everybody else to stay home. Like that was the issue. It was the hypocrisy of our government yeah. During that time that made people so on edge. But there the the
1: difference is there's no debate when it comes to food and water. There's no there's no taking sides. Everybody needs it to survive.
0: What are you talking about? Flint has has it was it had water that was killing people and it was made into a political issue. Well, of course. But that that's But that's, that's my point. That's that's no. the thing. We can't we're not gonna be together on anything about that. It's gonna be What I can do, it's the people who are going, who are prepared are going to be like, I told you, I told you, you should have stockpiled. Not my problem. Like, and then the people who are, who are, uh, there's going to be people who loot and the people who loot are going to, there's going to be one side that says these people are monsters for looting. And there's going to be another side that said, well, what would you do in that situation? You need to eat. Of course you're going to loot. There's no consensus anymore.
1: No, because this, this is the thing. If something like that happens where there are like real food shortages like that, then shit becomes real. It's not, there's no like bitching about like which side's right or this and that. Nobody's going to be concerned about that shit. They're going to be concerned about surviving. And I feel like it's a situation where like, you know, social media and things like that, it's out the window at that point. I don't know.
0: I, 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 I guess I am more pessimistic about that because I don't see any situation anywhere in this in this society where there will be something that happens where we can all band together even if aliens landed here tomorrow uh-huh. half of us would wanting would be wanting to go to war with them the other half would be wanting to protests for alien rights like that's where we're at with society we are so far gone you you
1: always wondered like at least i did back in the day why in the how in the world was there a civil war how did that happen (laughs) like you would brother brother against brother yeah you would learn about it in history class and you're like wait they, they were fighting each other and it's like you understand why after like you
0: know certain things happen and that was that was before you had social media right. and fake news and and uh, misinformation and all this yeah. other stuff that contributes to it. So, yeah, I mean, it doesn't those things we talk we talked about that on one of our our biggest podcasts, like the yeah. the setup where there are these people who analyze historical timelines and they are saying we are due for it. Yeah. It's right around the corner. Like, so time is telling us that within the next 10 to 20 years, America's going to go through another civil war.
1: Yeah. And I feel like it, it's just a, a matter of time before. So, and not like, I think, like I said, I think war will be different than it ever was in the past. I, I don't see, uh, you know, and plus, where, how you couldn't do the North versus the South. What would it be? It would be the. The, you know, you'd have to go up and
0: ask people who they're affiliated with, uh, politically. You're going to, it's going to be like, uh, there, they're, you're going to, you're literally going to have to choose a side. Yeah. And it's going to be, are you, are you wear there's going to be the, the bloods in the crypts? The bloods, yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. What color are you wearing? Right. And that's going to be the reality of it. And this is my favorite blue hat. I swear. <laughs> I'm just a, I'm just a blue Jays fan. Yeah. Go back to Toronto. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's where we're at, Phil. I know. It's weird times, weird times for sure. I I like, I do enjoy every week going to the grocery store and just seeing the state of everything, you know, because it never, there always seems to be something different or something that's, that's not fully stocked or something's changing price wise. It's just such a, it's such an interesting, uh, uh, trip every week. I'll have to go soon. (laughs) Haven't (laughs) been in a while. We'll see. And and in the meantime, I suggest you stockpile some food. Okay. Give give your kids a fighting chance past that thirty day window. I'm I'm not.
1: That's the one thing I'm not. uh, I've always said that. Like, what do you do when you have a if if you're in a situation like that and you have like a young child. (laughs) <laughs> you strap them to your it's back so, and take it them with you. Makes it I guess. so much harder. That's right. like
0: that's why that's why that movie, A Quiet Place, was so uh, uh, unbelievable to me because it's like no, those kids would have never shut up long enough. You would have been no. you would have been a goner a long time ago. Right. I don't care if that kid is deaf or not. You have <laughs> to cut his tongue out. Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> we don't condone that here on the disconnect. No. Of course not. Uh, but until next week, guys, I will. I think we should talk about the Elon Musk thing because agree. It's, it's got. It's got a lot of people freaking out for very little reason. It's interesting. And hopefully by next week, there'll be, you know, some Love's more, some more answer, answers yeah. there. Yeah. But uh, until next week, guys, thanks for listening to The Disconnect. And don't forget the struggle is real.